that sense about the intensity of the feelings and, and maybe a bit of love triangle. So it's, it's, it's sort of a love triangle, but it's sort of a friendship triangle of, and again, of important but different ages of, mm-hmm. and different genders. Um, what, what was it about the love triangle, uh, at the, again, without wishing to give too much of the... Tri- I've always... Triangles have always intrigued me. Um, I've often... I'm an only child, so, I mean, this is, this, this is not anything to do with kind of a sexual love, of course, but I... So I'm, the, the triangle was something that I was used to um, growing up, and then all through my life, my friendships have quite frequently found themselves to be in triangles. Um, I haven't really experienced many genuine love triangles. Well, maybe I have, actually, thinking back... I've imposed myself on some. Um, they might not have even known. But um, I do, I think, there's a lot of thought in the book about the idea of three and whether that makes it easier or harder. And I think sometimes it does both. Um, there is the idea of a third wheel, but also a third person can really kind of set off conversation and... Um, and possibilities so I'm not sure but I think it's it's interesting because really when I wrote the book it is about a triangle but for me the fun of one of the most fundamental relationships within that triangle is the narrator's love love or desire or I mean it's 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 not entirely fully and, and reciprocated in kind of a long way but it is her love for another woman but that's not really something that many people have kind of picked up on. So maybe I, I thought it was a lot more. Hmm. Um, why do you think lesbian than it is? Why do you think that is? Why, why don't? <laughs> I, I think people sometimes feel quite awkward about it still, which I find curious. But um, I'm glad if there is a quality there because I still do think that it it is about a triangle. But I, I do find it striking that it's not. That's not really picked, been picked up on in, mm. in reviews. It's interesting to me. It's not because we don't take it seriously, or we just think it's sort of silly kids. Maybe sort of because it's, they think one thinks it's silly kids. Maybe because I think also just one other point I'd like to make is that probably and probably it's a really brilliant thing actually that no one comments on that because it's yeah. just a normal thing and that's great. I do want that to be a presence in the book, definitely. I was interested in a funny way when I said there's a terribly, terribly embarrassing scene, which which was. Uh, this rather extraordinary dinner party. So it's slightly sort of like... Have you seen Joanna Hogg's Archipelago uh, movie? I haven't, actually. Um, which is, has certain sort of echoes about islands and sort of slightly posh angst. Um, Someone was telling me about this and they said it was fantastic. Tom Hiddleston. It has one of those agonising dinner scenes, which is... Yes, 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 yes. I really want to see that. Um, and, and the scene that you... Which suddenly brings in all the sort of unspoken possible divides in terms of... And you've just Would you like your a... Mer- no, I'm not going to try oh, that please. yet. Oh, please. Oh, please, go on. You can, it's going you can to always spit it the, out. All right. So what are we taking? This is... This is... Um, myrrh. Myrrh. Myrrh and meth the, mixed oh together. <laughs> the, the only good thing about it is oh. once you've sucked on it for a while, you kind of take a... A deep breath. No, you're not now. I mean, really have oh, to right. let, like let it marinate, and then. Do you think some of the sound quality is going to improve? Um, but that suddenly all these unspoken um, narrow uh, subtexts of class, gender, 
age mm-hmm. burst through this but only briefly I thought oh this is this is the kind of moment it wasn't it isn't quite in the plot but was that a difficult scene to to write uh, challenging in a way it was a difficult scene to write um, because I probably am not naturally a very dramatic writer I probably find I mean there are some like page turning books I'm not saying this isn't because I do think it's actually quite a breezy, easy read, mm. but I, I'm not particularly good at action, I think, sometimes. Um, so I've, there are a few kind of um, dramatic peaks in the book where there's real tension. I'm thinking of some of the later chapters as well with threats towards uh, children. That seems to be a recurring mm. theme. But I find I do find those bits hard to to find the, the right climaxes and to make them realistic. Maybe just in my mind, but that does, 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 that did require a lot of thinking and work and rewriting. Is it something you'd like to sort of move on to and develop perhaps a, a different kind of book, or do you feel that a sort of more meditative...? With the, no, I, I don't, wouldn't call myself really, like, meditative, but... Introspective? No. Um, not, it's not even very introspective. I don't really know. It's hard to describe one's own <laughs> style, but I can definitely describe the things that I feel less instinctively comfortable with. Right. Um, although, what my second novel, although it is kind of being a shape-shifting beast that's hard to wrestle with, um, I that will have a lot more action, light camera action. Hey. So we'll see. I mean, it's going to be a test for me, but you need to test yourself. It's important. to what you're doing next um, I just wanted to could, could we um, just shift slightly to the, the left it's the mer that's doing <laughs> this good extraordinary oh, it does this do. is from Boots by the way so it's yeah, it really it's is legal. over the counter I'm definitely not going to drink this glass of water um, I was wondering the other side of being a, do- uh, a novelist if you can call you're about to say a doctor weren't you no a novelist it's the mer. He's drunk on mer. Drunk on mer. High on mer. Uh, was I was wondering if you've enjoyed it. It's, it's again. It's sort of imaginative act. You were saying about being a doctor, about friends being a doctor, and calling yourself a novelist. It helps if there is a novel. Um, I was wondering what it's been like to have, you know, a, a fairly intense imaginative world suddenly being read by, obviously friends and family, but also agents and publishers, and then complete to strangers coming up to you and saying tell us about the threesome um, (laughs) oh sorry are you Um, Jude and people it's a very interesting I think it is an interesting process and I don't think I'm through it by half right um so there's an initial like huge thrill because the only people that really talk to you about the book um because agents who aren't aren't going to take it or publishers that aren't going to publish it you don't hear as much from them as you do from the person that will so for the for the year during the initial stages of publication the few people you hear from are going to be positive um and i i did go slightly mad about two weeks before the book came out because i just decided that all reviews would be terrible once there was no longer a kind of an obligation to 
to like something because you know the publisher just bought it I did think that everyone would hate the book and they'd hate me and it would I mean I really it was quite a manic period and I do apologise to anyone who had to be near me um, and now now I feel because I've heard various impartial voices and they've said various things I now am more able to more able to carve my own opinion out for myself taking influences from both sides but if you when when you get your first or your second review your sense of the book is still entirely plastic so if mm. someone says some, something very damning I'm not the type of person who is like well you just didn't understand my book <laughs> I'm more likely to feel oh it. god oh god they are right yeah they're right I mean I should just buy all the copies that are in the bookshops and burn them I mean so, but that didn't really happen I have been really fortunate with the review so far which I'm so grateful for in terms of the second part of this now family reading mm. friends reading strangers reading the strangers reading I haven't really got to yet I've had a few Amazon reviews that it's just interesting it's like how did you find my book or what did you I mean but they've been mostly positive um I friends the one I the friend I went to Sark with who had read an earlier version of the of the when it was still kind of the first part in a, in a novella form, it was very important to me that I sent it to her early on before it really, you know, had a had a life outside of my computer. Um, and I had a message from her, and it was really very beautiful. And it did. It was my hands were entirely shaking afterwards after I read it. It was a, it was a simple message. It just said, like I, I I read the book, and I just want to say that I'm so glad for like my presence in your life and your book and that was just it was kind of very much within the, the like the spirit of the book itself in terms of reflection on the time years later um, but that only meant a lot to me what she thought of it and of course of course friends and family I mean my aunt commented that there was a lot of swearing she was wrong <laughs> is that quite not I mean, as you were saying it's a sort of strange thing when a novel goes out into the world and how do people find it but also you get those odd reactions have you had odd reactions like actually that corner shop doesn't have um, you know baked beans I see well that that is the thing I'm still waiting for I really haven't had um, I went to Guernsey and I sold a few books there they bought the bookshop bought 200 I was like Champions of books, yeah. what a wonderful place. No, I really Will you go to feel. Sark, I'd love to go to Sark. I really feel fondly of the Channel Islands. It was bizarre. I had a review yesterday that said Sark seemed like a terrible place in the book. I really. I mean, I do think once a book is out in the world, it is a reader's job to make what they will of it. I don't feel that at all about Sark, and I hope that it doesn't come across like that in the book. Um, so I, I, I think. There will inevitably be some things I've got technically wrong. You can't really yeah. help that. I tried novel. my yeah, it's a novel, but I tried my best to make the t the kind of the factual things about Sark correct. I really, really hope with my heart that the people of Sark enjoy the book and don't take against it. But I it really, that's important to me. If it, I mean, it, I think what it felt like to me was the sense of enclosure and intensity and long, longing and a yearning. Yeah, for and I think it seems I I found it beautiful, strange and surreal, but beautiful and interesting. And I think if the book is about kind of young people looking away from adulthood and in a sense trying to resist it, mm. then Sark was an important pairing for that because it has. 
struggled successfully against the pull of time in that it has no cars and it has no street lamps and it you know was the last place in Europe to abolish feudalism in 2008 so I think it was the perfect bed partner for that how about the title? I mean, in that, that's interesting about the title, uh, the, the feudalism, a sense of perhaps something more patriarchal, the, the family that Jude goes to work for, the, the mother is a, a sort of powerful brooding presence, but or rather a powerful brooding absence. She's kind of a mad woman in the attic as She's well. She's a kind of... Um, <laughs> a mad French woman And it's a patriarchal, uh, rather sort of galumphing... Um, galumphing? Uh, that's... Not really sure what that means, but it I like it. I like the galum- sound of it. That's um, the, f- the father whose name's Eddie. Eddie felt sort of uh, jolly, but sort of slightly annoying. Um, d- does the title then become slightly I- ironised by what actually? I don't happened? think it's ironised. I do think I've had. I went to Guernsey Literary Festival, and some people did come to my talk because they thought it was a history book actually about <laughs> the last kings of Sark. It is definitely a kind of a lighter, modern iteration of that, and it is about that kind of. Um, the bombasticness of youth and, and their mm. their idea of themselves as kings, rather than rather than a technical kingship. Although there are lots of references to monarchy throughout the book, yeah. um, there are flowers, crowns of flowers, and things like that. I think that um, the feudalism stuff I did try and tackle a little bit with. I did. There are, as you said, um, there are lots of class struggles at play not maybe lots but the fact that a tutor is able to sit with the family at the kind of proper dinner table but a chef or a cook partially because of not being fully British or of the of a similar educated class um, has to sit in the kitchen mm. I'd just like to say that yeah that is Again, a huge. I mean, we were chefs who ate at the table, so it was nothing to do with yeah, my real experience. But um, I did want to use that as a as a vague comment. I don't think. I don't think this is. If you're, you know, a communist who wants to read a takedown of the class system, you're not going to find it in my book. I'm afraid. <laughs> but well, not this one. Not this one. The next one, though. mother is a writer. Yes, she is. Is it, is it a help or a hindrance to your sense of yourself? Oh, as, it's, a as total, it's a total help, but I think it's a help in a sense that people... The, um, the worst... The worst that happens, or the worst that has happened so far, is that people see a writer who's got parents of, who are writers, but my father's a writer too, and, and um, presume that, like casual nepotism is mm. what got the younger writer their publishing deal or that kind of stuff. The truth is that <sighs> publishing is a struggling industry anyway. They don't, they're not going to publish a book just because of someone's parents. I mean, really, not at all. And I, and so on a kind of... Uh, the, the, on, on the front that most people might think it's not useful like that, it's actually far more useful in terms of being able to talk about things. Mm. I mean, well, in the basic sense that you're more likely to think of being a writer as a possible thing, if your parents have been, but also <clears throat> they have 
it's it's not that they've had a kind of a dreamy path through being writers. Mm. They're the, I mean, when I, as I was saying, I was terrified, terrified about getting bad reviews. And I came home to my family gathering in um, Barry St. Evans, and I saw my parents, and I burst into tears just because I could finally talk to them. And they, and I was saying, I'm so worried about bad reviews. And they said, they told me some of the lines that, you know, they'd had in bad reviews. And we just got proper giggles it was and you realized it was fine and it was like and that is a total privilege it's a huge privilege to be able to have parents that you can discuss those worries with who've who have got like a wealth of experience but it's not the privilege of kind of an easy path through publishing because my mum finds it hilarious that anyone would think that I would have an easy path because of her because she's had a very like a difficult path so she finds it almost way she finds it kind of just bizarre well it can go the other way can't it that you can actually place certain expectations both about the kinds of writer you're going to be or certain preconceptions about um the possibility of having a a, you know a literary career whatever in whatever form that 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 is that that was something that was available to you Mm -hmm. at a fairly early age was it yeah I, i i mean a pragmatic idea of what it would be to be a writer it wasn't I saw the huge potential for damning reviews and rejection and how hard it is to make a living. So it wasn't a kind of a dreamy childhood thinking, oh, well, this is the life, basically. Why don't you pop out a novel every couple of years and you rest on your laurels? It wasn't that at all. It was a real sense of being like working writers. Mm. Um, I do... Carlos, what, what was it like growing up with two, two working writers? Well, it's hard to say because... I had a one. I had a wonderful childhood. I loved it, but it's hard to say because you've got nothing to compare it yeah. to. I didn't. I wasn't an evacuee who got to kind of experience life with another family. It was just. <laughs> I think. I think we are all quite like emotionally articulate to a fault. So, <laughs> do you know? I, <laughs> no, but I mean, we just like we love each other hugely, but we have a great capacity to kind of discuss as well but that's great I think I'm very close to them not in a creepy way I mean I don't live at home and kind of in the attic <laughs> yeah um, how about in terms of just being uh, at a fairly young age um, uh, the words gone completely surrounded by books surrounded by books there we go do you want me to into <laughs> Yeah, no. No, you're very, very good at this. Um, surrounded by books. Yes, surrounded by books. I mean, like, too many books. My mum's imposed on my father a one-in-one-out rule on books. Really? Now. Yeah, I mean, it's really... Like, I would say it's an addiction for him, in, an, in, a, in a very positive way. That, what, were um, you, what were you reading as a... Was I reading? Uh, not enough. That's the truth. I think they worried... I think they... I, I just... I think they worried until they realised that you can't really worry and people will find their own path and, you know... Do, what were you... What was, was, I, what was, was I reading? It, was, it, um, was it other things? Was it Because I know you, you do some DJing and... Oh, yeah. Was it, was it music <laughs> more than books? Or? I was reading, I was reading um, DJing for idiots. No. Um, <laughs> what bag. was I reading as a kid? I loved Jacqueline Wilson. I loved... Um, was he... Like I said, the curtain's gone down. I forgot. I, no, I did read... I did read a lot and a lot more than a lot of my friends but I wasn't I wasn't the, the kid who walks along the street with a book in right. front of them walking into lampposts I really I really <laughs> really wasn't like whenever I enjoyed a book I really enjoyed it and would kind of get into a cycle of reading but I did I did fall out of that um, 
because you were distracted by other sorts of things? Yeah, I, th- I was very, and I am still very social. Um, I'm not saying that being social and reading doesn't go together. I mean, I read, I do read a lot now, but I, I don't know. I was probably just like playing and running around, and <laughs> I just wasn't always reading. Are there particular? I mean, you, you, you're you were saying your degree was French and Spanish. Were there particular? I mean, it, well, I mean. Were there particular books, writers that, that have come from studying...? Well, I was never very good at French or Spanish, so I did <laughs> choose... I chose to do it because I wanted to have a year abroad and because I wanted to leave university with what I saw as, like, tangible skills. But I only did well because I basically chose literature modules. Right. Um, and who did I love? Uh, Cortázar. Um, I did a wonderful Proust and Gide module in my fourth year which I adored Um, they were probably my lasting influences